Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills and got some news related updates for the team to kind of share with you today. You know, I think it's one of those episodes you getting ready for training camp, got a few things to talk about, nothing too earth shattering, but but definitely some updates for fans of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Before we kind of jump into things, if you have not done so already, make sure you go over to our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Buffalo Rumblings. There you can find all of our great shows. And this was certainly a great week for our shows on the YouTube page. Joe Miller of the Overreaction Sports Podcast had a great interview with wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins that you certainly do not want to miss. And Jay Spence uh, really just uh, had a great episode that he recorded on Tuesday night. Um, Started off with a bit of a rant that I was certainly in support of um, for some of those fans going off on Cody Ford and kind of putting his support behind him as only Jay Spence can. So if you have not caught those episodes yet, I highly encourage you to do so. Go to the YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you like those videos. And of course, hit that subscribe button so you can get all of our great shows here at Buffalo Rumblings, wherever you download your podcast. So a few different things to touch base on, like I said. Um, And first up, the final member of the Buffalo Bills draft class signed their rookie contract, third round pick. Spencer Brown uh, inked his contract, a four-year deal with the Buffalo Bills today. Again, the final member of the team to sign his contract. And, you know, when we talk about Spencer Brown, there's a lot of intrigue around him. And we talked before, right, about his athleticism scores from his pro day leading up to the draft. I mean, just off the charts measurables, right? When when you look at his athleticism as someone that at least it seems that we're penciling in as a swing tackle for the team this season. Um, But Spencer Brown, uh, his season ended up being canceled in 2020, right? No football for Northern Iowa. Um, Well-documented, right? He did not look to transfer to another school, although he would have had the opportunity. Uh, He wanted to stay loyal to Northern Iowa and uh, did not have a season in 2020. And here he is, a third-round pick for the Buffalo Bills, Obviously, as a third rounder, barring any sort of disaster, I mean, he is a lock to make the 53-man roster this season. But I think the question is going to be, you know, is he ready to serve as that swing tackle for the Bills? In the past, it had been Ty and Secchi. Primarily, that really was his role during the 2020 season. Um, Certainly, an NFL vet had some starting experience at right tackle, some versatility from his time uh, with the the Washington football team. 
uh, before coming to Buffalo. You know, now you bring in Spencer Brown, who is a rookie, comes from an FCS school, right, Northern Iowa, so not playing against uh, you know major college competition, but he comes in as a third round pick. Again, making him a bit of a lock for the roster. But let's see what it's going to look like for him in training camp. Certainly one of those storylines that I want to keep an eye on, and I'm sure that many of you do as well. I mean, it's, again, any of the rookies, right? There's such an intrigue. But when you talk about Brown, of course, we talk about the same thing with Gregory Rousseau, right? If here is a guy that, you know, opted out of the 2020 season for both of them, it's going to be really interesting to see what things look like for these two guys. And I am certainly all here for it. Um, interested to say the least with Spencer Brown. Um, I, I do have a confession to make. I didn't even realize he wasn't under contract yet. Um, I think there was just the assumption. I mean, there's not so much intrigue, right, with draft picks getting signed before training camp. Um, not sure what the holdup may have been. It's it's not like in years past, right? Good gosh, you think to when Aaron Mabin was drafted by the Buffalo Bills and everything that you know led up to, gosh, when will he sign? The whole saga with Michael Crabtree and his contract. And I don't even want to go into all that. But um, I have to admit, I did not even realize Spencer Brown was not under contract until I got the alert today telling me that he was. So the entire Buffalo Bills draft class, under contract, the uh, the rookies were reporting to the team on Tuesday, and uh, with that being said, it's just going to be interesting to to see what this young fellow can bring to the team and if he will be that swing tackle for them during the 2021 season. Now, other news-related item, um, really when we talk about this, uh, preseason games, and I know we've talked about it on the pod before, the level of excitement for preseason football games and where that really stands for folks when you had no preseason games during 2020. Um, I'm certainly looking forward to it this year, albeit just three games on the Buffalo Bills schedule. And all three of those games will be broadcast nationwide on the NFL Network. So for many fans, right, if you're in one of the local markets, it's not an issue for you. If you're out of market like I am and so many others, you know, sometimes it's a bit of a struggle. You make the decision, are you going to get NFL Game Pass? Is it really something you use? Do you want to invest in it primarily for preseason games? I know others are big fans of the All-22, but, you know, for me, it was just one of those pieces when I saw that all the games will be on NFL Network, um, that was certainly an exciting piece to, uh, at least for me, to say the least. And I get it, right? It's that time of year where you are excited for preseason football, but as I talked about before, guys like Spencer Brown and Gregory Rousseau, of course, the rest of the 2021 draft class, I want to see what those guys can do. Like so many of you, I want to see Christian Wade. I want to see Antonio Williams. I want to see Matt Breida dress for the Buffalo Bills for the first time. Maybe get a look at what we got in Mitch Trubisky and Jake Fromm. Like, yeah, I'm certainly here for it, like so many of you are. So if you don't recall, the Buffalo Bills preseason schedule, again, just three games. Um, the first one, Friday, August 13th, the Bills play the Detroit Lions at 7 p.m. Um, the next game, Saturday, August 21st, uh, the Bills will uh, take on the Chicago Bears at 1 p.m. And the Bills' sole home preseason game will be against the Green Bay Packers at 1 p.m. on Saturday, August 28th. And again, if you are out of the local market, you can catch all of those games on the NFL Network. So again, I think for fans, when you talk about that, certainly an opportunity, uh, 
as I said before, I'm looking forward to preseason football. As I was talking about everything before, I didn't even mention some of the competitions that are out there. Who will be the kick returner? Who will be the punt returner? Who is going to be cornerback too? I still think that Levi Wallace is going to win the job, albeit he'll get some great uh, competition from Dane Jackson. And I imagine Jackson getting some some good run throughout the season. But these are the types of things we want to see. And yeah, we're not going to be able to to go out to training camp and you know we'll rely on the beat reporters, members of the media to really do that for us. But once you get to see those preseason games, you can put some stock in that and really see what these guys can bring to the table. Speaking of other Buffalo Bills games, uh, another piece just of note, it was good to see that Eric Wood will be back in the booth with John Murphy this season, of course, in the 2020 season because of COVID and travel restrictions. Um, that was not something that that Wood was really able to do. Um, Steve Tasker filled in admirably in his absence, but I like what Eric Wood brings to the the table um, as far as the broadcast, especially being a former center, um, being able to give that perspective, not just along the offensive line, but what you're seeing from the defensive line, the communication with the quarterback and what he sees. Um, I thought Wood did a great job in his first season. And, you know, you realize your first season doing color is not an easy thing to do, right? You're, you're working with a new partner understanding the flow of working in radio, Wood has done a lot of work on television. Um, I was certainly all here for it. So um, I'm a fan of the work that he's done. I'm a fan of Eric Wood's podcast. Um, and I think he's kind of a, a rising star when it comes to sports broadcasting. So seeing him back in the booth with John Murphy this season will certainly be fantastic and something that I am looking forward to. Why don't I do this? I'm going to take a break real quick. Then I want to come back and talk to you about the running backs for this season. And I think it's just a question of, you know, who is going to lead the Buffalo Bills in rushing this season? I did an article for buffalorumblings.com. I want to get your take, share some of those results with you, and we'll do that right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino here with you once again. And I want to talk about the Buffalo Bills rushers during the 2021 season. And this kind of ties into an article I did recently at buffalorumblings.com that you can check out, um, really talking about who will lead the Bills in rushing during the 2021 season. Um, there were a list of options that I included for fans, and I wanted to share some of those results with you because – I'll say I was mildly surprised by them, not too much, but I think it's indicative of where the fan base is. And I'm always curious to get your thoughts. Make sure you hit me up in the comments section here, or you can find me on Twitter at AnthMarino at any time and let me know your thoughts here. But really, when you think about it, right, I had six candidates that I included in the poll. And, you know, in reality, maybe there, there's four that should have been considered. But I think sometimes when we go through with these polls, you know, you don't want to leave everyone out. Um, gosh, I did an article the week before on who will lead the Bills in sacks, and I, uh, an oversight on my part, I omitted 
F.A. Obata, and I certainly heard from some fans on that, and, and clearly just an oversight when I was looking at the different options there. So here I wanted to make sure I was including all of the options, see what the fans thought. And here are the six options, and again, you could probably guess them in alphabetical order. Um, Josh Allen, the you know only non-running back on the list, the quarterback for the Bills, of course, very effective in the run game, especially in the red zone. Um, Matt Breida, um, the speedster coming to the Bills, right, in his time with the 49ers, averaged over five yards per carry during the 2018 and 2019 seasons, uh, free agent acquisition this season. Um, Zach Moss, the t- third-round pick in the 2020 NFL draft for the Bills. Also, Devin Singletary, third-round pick in 2019, um, making the list. Uh, two guys that are a little bit more of wild cards, but again, I included them. They are certainly some fan favorites, um, and you never know, right? Should an injury strike that these guys, if given the opportunity, um, but Christian Wade, uh, again, part of the you know the program with the Bills, that 91st roster spot and serving in an extra spot on the practice squad is part of the exchange program coming out of the U.K., and Antonio Williams, who flashed, of course, in week 17 last year against the Miami Dolphins. So let's go through the results here, right? The two guys that came in with the lowest total of votes and should not be too much of a surprise are Wade with 36 votes at 4% and Williams with 54 votes at 5%. Over 1,000 people voted at the time of recording this, so that's a pretty good sample size as far as getting a, a pulse from Buffalo Bills fans. So like I said before, you know, I wanted to include Wade and Williams as they're on the roster, two guys that are some fan favorites, um, but not too much of a surprise that they are you know, lower on the totem pole when it comes to, to receiving those votes. Um, kind of the third from the bottom, and I guess this shouldn't be a surprise either, is quarterback Josh Allen. I don't think anyone would expect him to lead the team in rushing. He's not like a Cam Newton back in the day or certainly Lamar Jackson and what he brings to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Allen did receive 79 votes, 8% of the total. As I said, so effective in the red zone. Um, if you play fantasy football and he's on your team, you love it. If you own one of the other Buffalo Bills running backs, you probably do not. But Josh Allen receiving 8% of the vote, 79 total votes at the time of recording. And third place, Matt Breida. And I was kind of surprised that he got as many votes as he did, 15% of the votes, 157 of you weighed in that he would be the pick to lead the Bills in rushing. Um, I am very intrigued to see what he can bring to the table, right? He brings a speed element that Zach Moss and Devin Singletary certainly do not. Um, But, you know, are the Bills going to keep uh, Taiwan Jones active on game days and Matt Breida? Are they going to have four active running backs on the roster? Like, are there enough snaps to go around? Or, you know, does Jones end up being the odd man looking in and Breda gets the chance and, you know, maybe he's that change of pace third down back? I don't know. But, you know, 157 votes, nothing to sneeze at. 15% of you weighing in, seeing that he would be the guy to lead the team in rushing. And, you know, as I talked about before, you mentioned preseason games and what that can be. And, you know what? Who knows what Matt Breda could look like? So I am here for it. I was certainly uh, a fan of his coming into the 2020 season. It's someone I wanted the Bills to target and acquire, even if it had to be via trade with the 49ers to bring him in. Uh, Of course, they opted not to do that, spent a third round pick on Zach Moss. And here we are now with both of them being on the roster. 
In second place, it was Devin Singletary receiving 33% of the vote. 341 of you weighed in for Devin Singletary. And before I get to the commentary, I'm going to lump these guys in together, which is understandable. Zach Moss, 34% of the vote. 351 of you, so just separated by 10 votes, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary. And I guess that should not come as too much of a surprise, right? They were certainly more of a 1A and 1B during the past season. And as we look at it, that seems to be a little bit of the expectation moving forward. Um, I think there are certainly flashes that we saw from both players, both doing a decent job in pass protection, um, both increasing their yards per carry in the second half of the season is noted by our friend Joe Marino recently on the Locked On Bills podcast. Um, and two guys that can be solid, effective running backs. Um, and sometimes I think there's interesting as far as the narrative goes, right? When people talk about the Bills rush game, um, certainly there were times I wanted to see it be more effective, especially on second and short, where I thought the Bills just never, you know, they'd have a nine, eight yard completion on first down, second and one, second and two, and, and the Bills would just get stuffed for a loss of one or two yards. And it just seemed to be a little bit of a recurring theme last season, at least in my mind, right? It might the statistics might be a little different, but but the you know how the Bills can be more effective when carrying the ball, not that it needs to carry the ball more. And I think sometimes the criticism too, you know, it does tie into you know us being a part of that era. The I call it the fantasy football era, right? Where like what might be effective for a team in real life. If it's not effective for your fantasy team, does that skew how you look at things? And certainly it's like, yeah, Singletary and Moss are probably not going to be someone that's on your roster. They're certainly not going to be in your starting lineups if things continue in some sort of a timeshare. But if it's effective for the Buffalo Bills and they're winning football games and they're helping in pass protection, then, you know, as a fan of the team, forget fantasy football, man. This is what I'm all about. But it was interesting to me, again, that you saw almost a dead heat between these two guys. Again, 351 votes and 34% for Moss and 33%, 341 votes for Devin Singletary. So if I had to put my money on a guy right now, I think I would put it on Moss. I think he was establishing himself as the lead back late last season. But honestly, like I, I don't say that with a ton of confidence. If it was Singletary, if they're you know, within uh, a few yards of each other, or, you know, their carries would be pretty similar. I would not be surprised. And as I mentioned before, Matt Breida, really that guy I'm keeping an eye on because I think he brings something different to the Bills offense that Moss and Singletary do not. And can he establish himself enough moving forward? But as I said before, I always want to hear what you guys have to say. Hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino. Hit me in the comments section here because um, I always appreciate engaging with all of you and talking Buffalo Bills football, just like we do each and every week. So we're getting closer to training camp, you guys, and you know we have got a different podcast for you each and every day leading up to camp. So keep it locked here at buffalorumblings.com. Hit that subscribe button so you get all of your great shows. I'm going to get out of here for now. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.